Sing praises to the king and please be seated. Puede sentarse. Boys and girls, thank you so much for leading us, leading us in worship this morning with that great parade of the palm branches. Gracias a los niños por la procesión de las palmas. We want to send you off, boys and girls, uh, ages three to fifth grade, off to children in worship time with your palm branches. You're going to be learning more about that, I'm sure, and other things from God's word. Queremos despedir a los niños al tiempo de niños en alabanza. Uh, parents, if you're here for the first time, you're welcome to follow back and see where they're going to be, where you can pick them up after uh, our time together is over. And as the children are exiting, also we want you to know we have copies of the Bible in both Spanish and English on the tables in the back. Tenemos copias de la Biblia disponibles en las mesas de atrás para que tengan una copia. If you don't have a copy, please take it with you and know that that is our gift to you. We want you to have God's word. Si no tienen copia, pueden llevarse una Biblia también. Uh, so we're uh, in a series of messages we started last week, whoops, dropped my palm, uh, about God's word and about the message that we're proclaiming. And so today on this Palm Sunday, I have two different scriptures I want to share with you. Hay dos textos bíblicos que quiero compartir este Domingo de Ramos. And uh, the first one is really from the scripture from the story of Jesus' entry into Jerusalem. It's Matthew chapter 21, verses 9 through 11. Just a few short verses. Mateo 21, del 9 al 11. Those page numbers on the screen are keyed to the Bibles in the back that will help you to find where we're at. La página, las páginas en la pantalla indican donde están los textos. So, I'm reading Matthew 21, verses 9 through 11. I'll start in English. Comienzo en inglés. This is the good news that we proclaim today. Las buenas noticias del Señor. The crowds that went ahead of him, that is Jesus, and those that followed shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. When Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred and asked, who is this? The crowds answered, this is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. Tanto la gente que iba delante de él, de Jesús, como la que iba detrás, gritaba, Hosanna al hijo de David. Bendito el que viene en el nombre del Señor, Hosanna en las alturas. Cuando Jesús entró en Jerusalén, toda la ciudad se conmovió. ¿Quién es este? preguntaban. Este es el profeta Jesús de Nazaret de Galilea, contestaba la gente. And then our second reading is also brief. It's from the letter to the Romans, Paul's letter to the Romans, chapter 1, the first three verses, después Romanos 1, del 1 al 3, and I'm going to read this first in Spanish and then in English, puede leer primero en español, so again, this is the word of God for us this morning, la palabra de Dios, dice, Pablo, siervo de Cristo Jesús, llamado a ser apóstol, apartado para anunciar el evangelio de Dios, que por medio de sus profetas ya había prometido en las sagradas escrituras. Este evangelio habla de su hijo, que según la naturaleza humana era descendiente de David. Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle and set apart for the gospel of God. The gospel he promised beforehand through his prophets in the holy scriptures regarding his son, who as to his earthly life was a descendant of David. And that's where we'll conclude our reading. Ahí concluimos la lectura.
the Ginsu knife, the thigh master, the snuggie, the shamwow towel, the clapper, and the bungee hose, OxyClean, Orange Glow, Kaboom. What do all of those products have in common? ¿Qué tienen en común estos productos? Well, they were all advertised on TV, right? Todos fueron anunciados en la televisión. Yes, that's right. All of them, well, most of them anyway, were priced at around 1999, right? Or 1995 or something like that. Tuvieron el precio de 19 dólares, 99 centavos. But wait, there's more. Espera que hay más. You see, all of those products, what they have in common is that almost always they were sold with something else. They were almost never sold alone. No fueron vendidos solos. There was always some extra little thing or big thing added to the package, uh, no matter how marvelous that was. And so that phrase, but wait, there's more, that's become kind of a catchphrase in our culture. Espera que hay más es una frase que usamos. It, it, it means, you know, uh, you haven't seen anything yet. We're just, you know, we're just starting to scratch the surface here. This is just the beginning. Estamos apenas comenzando. This is going to be better than advertised. Eso es mejor de lo anunciado. Now, I saw you laughing there as I was talking about these different things. And as I was saying, but wait, there's more. In fact, we do laugh sometimes when we hear that phrase. But wait, there's more. Nos reímos al escuchar. Espera que hay más. Why? Because oftentimes what we found is that those products that promised to be more actually weren't more. They were actually less. Esos productos eran menos del anunciado a veces. For example, the Snuggie. Ever bought a Snuggie? It's really not that thick. Okay, doesn't do a good job of keeping you warm. Snuggie no, no te calienta muy bien. Uh, the chillo. The chillo was really not that chill, okay? It was not great. Uh, sauna pants were not really that hot, okay? They just really weren't products that hit the mark. These things were less than advertised. Esa cosa era menos de anunciado. And when something's less than advertised, well, we're going to end up disappointed, aren't we? Nos quedamos desilusionados. And so I hope here I've given you just a minor taste, a minor taste of what those crowds must have felt. And we can sympathize with them a bit on what they felt that week beginning with Palm Sunday. Nos podemos compadecerle a la multitud comenzando con el Domingo de Palmas. They greet Jesus with joy and expectation and anticipation on Palm Sunday only to be Disappointed by Good Friday. Saluda Jesús con expectativa, pero quedan desilusionados el Viernes Santo. It's Sunday, and Jesus comes riding into Jerusalem as a hero. He's greeted as the best. He's greeted as the one who's so great. Le saluda Jesús como héroe, but Good Friday, he dies like a criminal. Viernes Santo muere como un criminal. And so it would appear, if we know the whole story, that Jesus was less than advertised. Parece que Jesús era menos de lo anunciado. 
But we need to understand what's going on here, don't we? We need to understand that what seems to be on the surface disappointing news is really good news. It's really the best news of all. Lo que parece desilusionante son buenas noticias. In fact, last week we began to talk about that. We began a series of messages called Remembering the Message. Hemos comenzado una serie a recordar el mensaje. And in this series, we're talking about the good news. Really, it's the best news of all. It's called the gospel. Hablamos del evangelio, las buenas noticias. And one of the things we said last week is that the, the good news, the news about Jesus, Jesus is news that's been in front of us all the time, but it's easy to forget what it is. Es fácil olvidar lo que es el evangelio. And the reason we said it's easy to forget the gospel, it's easy to forget who Jesus is because we forget who we are. We have what, what, what you might call spiritual amnesia. Tenemos una amnesia espiritual, nos olvidamos de nosotros mismos. And so last week we talked about the fact that we are descendants of slaves. And because we're descendants of slaves, we ourselves are slaves. We're slaves to sin. Somos descendientes de los esclavos y también somos esclavos del pecado. But in Romans chapter 1, the early church leader Paul reminds us that we are... The gospel is regarding God's son. It's regarding the eternal son whom we call Jesus. Este mensaje prometido de los, las escrituras predicho en los profetas se trata del Hijo de Dios. So, who is Jesus then? ¿Quién es Jesús? That was the question that the crowds asked in Matthew on that first Palm Sunday. They said, who is this? The whole city's being stirred. ¿Quién es este? Toda la ciudad se conmovió. And some people gave a shot at it. They said, well, this guy's the prophet who's from Nazareth and Galilee, ese es el profeta de Nazareth de Galilea. But we need to understand Jesus was more than that. Jesús era más. Paul in Romans chapter 1 verse 3 says that Jesus the son as to his earthly nature, as to his earthly life, his human nature was a descendant of David. Según su naturaleza humana, era descendiente de David. Dice Pablo, what does that mean? That Jesus was a descendant of David. Well, on one level, we can say what it means is that Jesus, the eternal son, was born as a human being. He was born into time and space. El Hijo Eterno nació como ser humano. He was born out of the family and out of the tribe of Judah and out of the family of David. Nació de la tribu de Judá, de la familia de David. We know the Christmas story of how he was born into that family. Jesus became a human being, the Son of God who was always there from eternity, became a human being like us in every single way. The Bible says except for one thing, except for sin. He didn't have any. Él era como nosotros en cada manera, exceptuando el pecado. That's what it means to be a descendant of David. He's like us. But wait, there's more. Espera que hay más. Because you see, to be a descendant of David means that Jesus also came out of David's royal line. He was born of royalty. Vino de la línea real de David. 
We need to understand the significance of that. This, in other words, was someone who was coming out of a king, the line of a king, the great king of Israel, the man who was after God's own heart. El vino de la familia del rey David, el hombre que tenía un corazón de Dios para Dios. And so Jesus was special in that way. He was not just any other human being. He was born from a special family. And God had a special purpose for Jesus. So yes, he's a king of some sort, but we need to understand, wait, there's more. Espera que hay más. Because not only is Jesus born out of David's family, he's born out of a family that had a promise connected to it. Había una promesa conectada con esta familia. And we find that promise actually in the Old Testament in 2 Samuel chapter 7, verse 12, 2 Samuel 7, 12. This is written centuries before Palm Sunday, centuries before Jesus came. Siglos antes de Jesús, God is speaking to David the king, Dios habla a David el rey, and he says this, when your days are over and you rest with your fathers, I will raise up your offspring to succeed you who will come from your own body and I will establish his kingdom. Cuando tu vida llegue a su fin y vayas a descansar entre tus antepasados, yo pondré en el trono a uno de tus propios descendientes y afirmaré su reino. He is the one who will build a house for my name and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. Será él quien construya una casa en mi honor y yo afirmaré su trono real para siempre. So God made a promise to David, you're going to have a son that's going to build my house and his throne will endure forever. Tu hijo va a edificar mi casa y su reino va a durar para siempre. Who was that son? It was Solomon. And Solomon was that king who did these things. And God promised to make Solomon and David uh, part of a line of kings, a throne, a rule that would always be there. Dios prometió seguir la línea de reyes de David y Salomón. In fact, if we go to Psalm 89, verse 3, again written centuries before, at Salmo 89, 3, God says this at the end of verse 3, I have sworn to David my servant, I will establish your line forever and make your throne firm through all generations. Le jurado a David mi siervo, estableceré tu dinastía para siempre y afirmaré tu trono por todas las generaciones. God was going to raise up successors for David and Solomon and so God's name and God's rule would continue through generation after generation. There would always be a king from David's family on the throne. Siempre habría un rey de la familia de, de David en el trono. But wait, there's more. Espera que hay más. If we go to Psalm 132, Salmo 132, verse 11, versículo 11. This is what we read. The Lord swore an oath to David, a sure oath that he will not revoke One of your own descendants I will place on your throne. El Señor le ha hecho a David un firme juramento que no revocará. Uno de tus propios descendientes lo pondré en tu trono. So this was not just a casual promise that God made to David. Hey, I'm going to always give you, you know, someone to sit on your throne. No fue una promesa casual. This was a sure oath, a firm oath that could not be revoked, could not be canceled. 
God would not go back on his word. Fue un juramento que no se podía cancelar ni revocar. This was a sure thing. In the back, there would always be a son of David on the throne. Siempre habría un hijo de, Dios, de David en el trono. But guess what happened? It didn't turn out that way. No ocurrió así. In fact, in the year 587 B.C., 587 years before Christ, el año 587 antes de Cristo, somebody came into town, and it wasn't Jesus. It was the Babylonians. Llegaron los Babilonios. They came riding into Jerusalem. They ransacked the temple, set fire to the city, and they took the king, whose name was Zedekiah. They took him off the throne. Los Babilonios llegaron, destruyeron el templo y, y destronaron a Zedekiah el rey. Interestingly enough, the king's name, Zedekiah, means righteousness. Of course, he didn't live up to his name. The reason this happened is because he wasn't righteous and the people weren't righteous. And that was the end, right there, of the kings in David's line. Esto fue el fin. Sedequías quiere decir justicia, pero este rey no era justo ni el pueblo y eso terminó la línea de los reyes. And so get this, for, for almost 600 years, it would seem that this sure oath had been canceled. Parecía cancelado este juramento until Palm Sunday. Here comes Jesus riding into town. And what do the people say? Hosanna to the son of David. Viene Jesús y dicen, Hosanna al hijo de David. This is the guy. This king is in the line of David's throne. But wait, there's more. Ay, más aquí, esperen. He's not only, they're not only saying this is a king in David's line. This is the Messiah. Ese es el Mesías. This is the anointed, appointed king who's going to come with a very specific purpose. And the purpose is to save God's people, Israel, from all of their enemies, put down their enemies, and bring peace back to the people and bring them up to their, their past glory and restore them. Este va a derrotar los enemigos del pueblo Israel y restaurarles a su gloria de antes. He's going to save them. He's a savior king. And that's why they're saying, Hosanna. We've been saying that word a lot today. Have you wondered what you were saying? Like, woohoo, cool. No, that's, Hosanna doesn't mean that's cool or you're cool. It means save us. Hosanna quiere decir salvenos. So they're saying, save us. You're the one that's going to do it, right? So you see, this is what had been advertised to the people through the prophets. Esto fue lo anunciado de los profetas. This is what they were expecting. That finally, Jesus is going to come and he's going to kick out those evil Romans and we're back in the driver's seat. So you can understand just a bit. And when Jesus ended up on the cross on Friday, it felt like a major bait and switch. Like a swindle. 
a lie. Cuando Jesús termina la cruz parece como un enganche, un engaño, una carnada y un cambio, una mentira. There's so much hope, so much excitement, but it would seem it was a pipe dream. Parecía una ilusión. But wait, there's more. Espera que hay más. We got to understand what God's up to here. Because you see, it never was God's purpose to simply establish a human kingdom. Dios no quería establecer un reino humano. He didn't want to just set up a political dynasty, an unending succession of Davidic kings who would, you know, rise up, rule, die, rise up, rule, die, rise up, rule, die, ad infinitum. Él no quería poner una dinastía política de reyes que iban a, a vivir y morir. Siempre no. See, God's plan was to establish not a human kingdom, but an eternal kingdom. And he wasn't going to do it with a bunch of kings. He wanted to do it with this king, this one king forever and ever. He was establecer un reino con este rey para siempre. We've got to understand that what's going on here is more than meets the eye, not less The cross is not the end. The cross is not the defeat. The cross is Jesus' crowning achievement. It is his crown. It is his throne. La cruz es el logro que le corona Jesús. Es su trono. This is how the king goes to the throne because it's on the cross that he brings victory. We think of the cross as Jesus' defeat. It wasn't. The cross is way more than we think it is. It spells the end of all of the greatest enemies of the human race. Sin and death and Satan and hell, they all go down on the cross. It's not Jesus who goes down. He's the king. He's exalted. Jesús está exaltado en la cruz y él derrota a los enemigos. El, el, la muerte, el, el pecado, el infierno, Satanás. See, the cross is way more than we think because Jesus is way more than we think. Jesús siempre más. And that's, and that's why the same Paul who wrote Romans later says in 2 Timothy 2.8, he says this, por eso dice Pablo esto en segunda de Timoteo, he says, remember, remember Jesus Christ. This is what it's about. Remember Jesus Christ, raised from the dead, descended from David. No dejes de recordar a Jesucristo, descendiente de David, levantado de entre los muertos. This is my gospel. Este es mi evangelio. This is the good news. We've got to remember the message and the purpose. I think that Our situation is much different, but I think in some ways our response is often the same. I think we often struggle in maybe the same ways that that crowd struggled 2,000 years ago. Luchamos como esta multitud hace dos mil años. What was their problem? Their problem was not that they expected too much of Jesus, not that they were looking for more than Jesus could deliver. They were looking for less. Ellos esperaban no más de lo que Jesús tenía, sino menos. 
How many times are we guilty of the same thing? We think we're looking for more from Jesus, but we actually are looking for less. Buscamos menos de Jesús, no más. I know where I function a lot of the times. It's like, Jesus, just help me get through this day. Right? Oh, help me. I just help me, God, to just have help me, Jesus, just have enough money at the end of the month. Ayúdame a sobrevivir el día de tener suficiente dinero. Help me, Jesus, not to get a cold or to get over this cold or whatever it might be. Ayúdame, Señor Jesús, a superar este resfriado. Now, there's nothing wrong with asking him for those kinds of things, right? But there's so much more. Hay mucho más. I just read not too long ago an article about this thing. I'm, I'm just getting up to speed with it, but maybe you know all about it. It's called micro-stressors. You guys know what micro-stressors are? Micro-estresantes. These are the little things in life that add up to big things when you get enough of them, and the younger generation knows all about this. Son los problemas chiquitos que se acumulan. So according to a recent survey, what are the micro-stressors out there that are getting to people, that are getting to us? ¿Qué son los micro-estresantes? Right, there's one, broken phone screens, very stressful. Zero likes on social media. Zero likes en los medios sociales, stressful. Okay, uh, what else, let's see. Um, oh yeah, poor Wi-Fi connection. Una conexión de Wi-Fi muy pobre. Forgot to take my phone charger with me. I left it at home. Se me perdió el cargador del teléfono. I don't know what to wear today. No sé qué llevar de ropa. Ah, oh, I gotta wash the dishes. Gotta clean the house. Tengo que limpiar la casa. That's what's stressing people out. And those are the micro-stressors, not to, you know, not to even begin to talk about the big stuff, right? Like the car breaking down, or, or being in debt, or trying to choose a career, or taking care of an aging parent. Those are the big things, but, but it's the little things that are getting to us as much as the big things. Las cosas chiquitas nos estresan tanto como el carro está descompuesto y no tengo empleo, etc. That's what's going on today. But here's the interesting thing about these micro-stressors. These micro-stressors, they often do not come because we have no choice. No vienen porque no tenemos elección. A lot of these micro-stressors come because we have too many choices. Tenemos demasiadas alternativas. Too many apps on the phone. My wife. Too many apps on the phone. <laughs> Too many clothes in the closet. Okay, that's the problem. Hay demasiadas aplicaciones de teléfono, demasiada ropa en el closet. Right? Uh, uh, too many things going on. Too many restaurants to choose from. Where are we going to eat tonight? Demasiados restaurantes. Too many political causes that we're supposed to care infinitely about, right? That's what's getting to us. Esas cosas nos estresan. And they're all saying, but wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. And what do they deliver? They deliver less. Dicen que hay más, pero nos dan menos. 
So here's the good news that we need to remember on this Palm Sunday. In comparison with all of the wonderful alternatives that we have out there, Jesus, the son of David, is not less than advertised. He's always, always more than advertised. He's better than advertised. Jesús, el Hijo de Dios, es siempre mejor de lo anunciado. But to experience how Jesus is more and how Jesus is better, you've got to wait sometimes. You've got to wait. When it's Palm Sunday, you've got to wait for Good Friday. When it's Good Friday, you've got to wait for Easter. Hay que esperar. But Jesus is always up to something bigger. And I think we, we need to adjust our thinking and remember that. Él siempre está haciendo algo más allá de lo que podemos ver. We can't see it, but he's always doing something greater. Yes, he's come to be the one who forgives our sins. Oh, yes, él viene a perdonar los pecados. Most definitely. But wait, there's more. Espera que hay más. Yes, he wants to heal our, our diseases in our hearts and he wants to take away and, and help us to manage and cope with our stresses and strain. Quiere sanar el corazón y ayudarnos con los estreses de la vida. You bet, sure. But wait, there's more. Espera que hay más. He wants to take your life and my life and catch us up into his great kingdom cause so that our gifts and our abilities and our days and our moments and our relationships and everything that's about us is used to share this amazing truth and this message of Jesus, the reality of the gospel, so that other people can encounter their true purpose in Jesus Christ. That's what he's up to. No quiere que podamos ser parte de su esfuerzo para, para predicar y mostrar en, en palabras y hechos el evangelio. But wait, there's even more. He's in the business way beyond you and me and our little problems of pulling together every tribe and every tongue, believers from all over, all times and places, and he wants to gather them around the throne of God, around Jesus the King. Quiere congregar a cada tribu y lengua alrededor del trono de Dios. That's what he's up to. But wait, there's more. See, Jesus isn't just coming into Jerusalem as the son of David to put David on the throne. No viene para poner David en el trono. Jesus, someday the Bible tells us, will actually bring the new Jerusalem down to us and he will put God on the throne forever and ever and ever. There's always more. Él traerá la nueva Jerusalén a, a la tierra y, y Dios va a estar en el trono para siempre. There's always more. So, Here's the invitation I would like to extend to us today, to you and to me, that we would become like these palm branches on Palm Sunday, that we would take up the invitation to lay ourselves down on the Jesus road and allow him to do more in us than we could ask or imagine. Queremos entregarnos como estos ramos en el camino de Jesús para que Él haga más con nosotros. In just a few minutes, we're going to just have a time of prayer. And I recognize, please know, I, I'm not trying to make light of the stresses and the strains that you may be going through. No quiero tomar a la ligera sus estreses, sus problemas. 
those are real things we, we deal with every day. But I'd like us to bring those things and put them down to Jesus. Let him come through and do more. And so we're going to have people available in the back here. I'm going to invite the worship team up. We're just going to have kind of an open season where if you need prayer, if you're going through it right now and all you can see is the problem right in front of you, we want to pray for you. Si necesitan oración y solo pueden ver el problema enfrente tuyo, queremos orar por ti. We want to pray that you can receive help, but also that you can see more. Right? Because you see, Jesus is more. He's always always better than advertised. Jesús siempre es mejor y más de lo anunciado. So let's, let's just bow our heads right now. Lord Jesus, just as you came into Jerusalem that day, you've come to us through your word. Has venido a nosotros por medio de tu palabra. And we thank you that you are as to your earthly life, your human nature, a descendant of David, which means that you're one of us. Eres como nosotros, descendiente de David. But we also thank you that you're way more than that. And we want to know that more. We want to experience that more. I want to pray for anybody in this room right now who's going through the stress of painful, difficult situations. Jesus, today is a day you want to ride into their lives. And you want to do something with their hearts. You want, you want to reign in their hearts. The Prince of Peace. Si alguien aquí hoy tiene un estrés, un problema, una ansiedad hoy, que tú vengas como príncipe de paz para reinar en su corazón. We just give this prayer time to you, Lord, and ask that, that we can allow you to reign. May your kingdom come. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Que venga tu reino y se haga tu voluntad en la tierra como en el cielo. Hosanna. Save us. Hosanna to the son of David. Hosanna, sálvanos al hijo de David. It's in his name we pray. So I'm back here, and if you want to come for prayer, we have elders available, people available to pray with you. Let's pray and sing.